Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. For Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the ones who want an inside look at the vault. This, 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 this is views is from Midstream. Now. Here's your host, Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. Shy Smith, former University of South Carolina Gamecock. I'm really intrigued by Shy Smith and what his role can be. He also, he went to high school in Union, which is in the area that we're, we, uh, yeah, right we're broadcasting from. Got to cover him a little bit in high school. Was really excited when he went uh, to the Gamecocks. Played really well there. And now Matt Rule is saying... Uh, not only is he going to he's got a shot to be a starter. Yeah, I, I honestly believe there is a chance. I think that Shai Smith could be a fantastic role wide receiver right now. I don't think he's going to unseat DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson as top two, but I think he's got every possibility of being wide receiver three. Now, it's interesting because Terrence Marshall Jr. out of LSU is still there. We've seen him get busted up a couple of times. He's got to get back to full health, but. Shy Smith is kind of interesting. Number one, the guy's got the opportunity, got the ability, I should say, a ton of circus catches out of the guy, but he is, he's rock steady in terms of production. He's absolutely reliable. If you put press coverage on Shy Smith, he is going to break press coverage consistently. He has drastically improved his route running. The dude does not quit, man. You, We hear that high motor guy phrase all the time. Dude's got a high motor. He maintains play speed, even if the ball's not coming to him, which means that he's keeping DBs on his route, even if the play is not designed to get to him. And he's a phenomenal, phenomenal overall utility receiver. He's also got a ton of speed. He's got a ton of speed. He's got the ability to break things wide open. And if and when he does, he becomes very dangerous. I am not saying that Shai Smith is going to become a top two wide receiver on this team, but I absolutely believe that Shai Smith could play a role that would allow Baker Mayfield to have a reliable third option, a third option he can trust. Again, you can't throw it 10 yards over his head and have him make a Superman catch. But if you can get the ball close to him, he is consistent. We saw Shy at South Carolina very closely. Lonzo and I down here in Greenville. We're about an hour and 30 minutes. We've been to Columbia Games to watch Shy play. He is reliable. He is consistent. He is quick. I got to tell you, 
I think there's a very good chance that by the end of the season, we could be looking at Shy Smith as one of the undiscovered jewels in the league and be a big benefit to Baker and Matt Rule. I am very excited about Shy Smith and the role that he's going to play. And you know who else is really excited about Shy Smith and how he's coming on? Christian McCaffrey. This is Christian McCaffrey's best friend because Shy Smith can be that outlet guy. Where it has been Christian McCaffrey, you don't have to throw as many balls Christian's way. Not that that's a bad thing. That's a good thing, what he can do with the ball afterwards. But with Shy out there, if, especially if you put him in the slot, then you can protect Christian McCaffrey a little bit more. Christian McCaffrey doesn't have to be the focal point of the offense, which he has been in the past and has been probably one of the the major catalysts to getting him hurt. You get Shy Smith out there and, and how versatile he is, not only on that but also on special teams – this guy is going to open some things up more for, for Christian McCaffrey and be able to spell him to where he can be out there in spots and people might actually forget that he's out there. All right, let's wrap this bad boy up by talking a little bit about where we stand in the preseason so far. We have seen two games so far. We saw them open up with the Washington Commanders. We saw last week the loss to the uh, New England Patriots. Uh, I, I will start by saying this. I know a lot of people did not love what they saw out of the joint practices with the Patriots. We don't have to spend a ton of time on this, Lonzo, but I am going to say I love the fight of this team. I love the fight of this team. I love that they were willing to quite literally fight the New England Patriots. At one point, Christian McCaffrey gets knocked down. He believed out of bounds in late. Patriots dispute that, whatever. He came up. And the boys were ready to go. We had guys getting tossed out of practice because of it. I love that there's an aggression in this team. I love that there's a fire in this team. I love that this team's ready to go. This is a Panther podcast, so I have no problem with saying that the Patriots were being bullies. (laughs) And the Panthers stood up to them because the Panthers kind of have a reputation right now that they're not going to be that good and that they're going to lie down, and they didn't do that. And I think there's nothing wrong with getting up in someone's face when they're getting up in yours. And that's showing that they're not going to back down. And uh, you didn't see it in the preseason game, by the way. This was only in practice. The preseason game was fine. Be disciplined. So, so when it counts, they were disciplined. When they needed to stand up and show who they were, they did. Yeah, it's like I said, I, I, I like a time it's willing to fight, right? Like usually there's not much respect for teams that are towards the bottom of the league. And unfortunately, after last year, the, the Panthers are. The Patriots, on the other hand, are known for being a team that doesn't have a lot of respect for anybody. So when they started disrespecting Carolina Carolina got back up in their face and said no we're, we're not good with that we're not okay with that and I appreciated that I like that I respected that I, that's fantastic now they did go out and lose to the Patriots let me say this real quick preseason scores don't matter preseason does right preseason scores don't matter preseason does if you lose a game like that close game like that at the end of the at the end of the game that's okay the one reason that you'll see a lot of coaches look like they're coaching for their lives at the end of a preseason game it's not so much because the result matters so much as as it's an opportunity for these guys to put active roster guys in there or guys trying to make the after roster in a high pressure situation in front of fans under the lights in front of uh, or underneath the music etc and to see what they're going to do when when feet hit the fire, right? I mean, if you go out there and there's a buck 20 left and you're down four, while the preseason result doesn't matter, the play on the field 
Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. As if it is a real game does matter. That's a, that's a spot where guys are going to make or lose roster spots off of. That's a spot where a coach is going to learn a little bit about the metal of his team. Heck, if you go out there in the preseason and you got three games that are close and you blow it, and then you get into regular season week two and you're down four with a minute and a half to go, like it may change the way that a coach evaluates his team and pushes his team late in the game. So I'm not so much worried about losses like to the Commanders in Week 1, a game that was that was an exceptionally good game, and the Panthers gutted that one out, a 23-21 victory. I'm not so much worried about the Patriots late in the half dominating that game last week, and especially considering the Panthers were going with, with their number twos to open and stay that way all the way through. I am intrigued to see what we see this week out of the Bills versus Panthers game. You are going to get the starters. Likely for one quarter, maybe a little bit longer, maybe a couple series into it. The results don't matter. What we see on the field does. Lonzo, your thoughts on what this team looks like as a team through two weeks heading into week three of the preseason. I think they look pretty good right now. We're not going to know what we really got until we actually see the starters out there. That's why this preseason game is pretty important to uh, to see what Baker does as the known starter. He doesn't have to share reps now. He's getting all the number one reps through the entire practice. Uh, he said yesterday, I think it was, that, they're, that they are – Looking at this week like a regular game week, everything is set up how it would be if they were uh, it was in the regular season. So trying to get those patterns down and all that kind of things, you do this on this day, that type of stuff. Because each team is a little bit different. Uh, they're they're treating this like a real game. They're going to come out and try to play this like a real game. Really excited for that, and I, I think they're going to do well. And the question is. Who's Buffalo playing? Are they playing all their guys? Hopefully they are, at least in the first quarter. So you get your ones going up against your ones against a team that seemingly has been anointed as the Super Bowl champion before we <laughs> played one single game. Buffalo's good. I mean, there's no there's no denying that. They're really good. So if you play against their ones and a defense is able to hold their own against Josh Allen and those guys and a defense for Buffalo, that's really good. And a Baker is able to go out there, he and CMC and all the receivers and all the guys are able to go out there and score some points. I think that's a really good sign for uh, the rest of the season. Yeah, listen, I mean, at the end of the day, the evaluation we've got is we know who we're going to cut down to 80. We know who we're going to go down to the 53 for the most part. couple of question marks. Uh, Deontay is on that list, et cetera, that I'm intrigued to see how it plays out. But we, we, we know the starter. That's good. We know who the starting offensive line is now. That's been developed. That's good. 
We didn't really have questions about the running back situation. We didn't really have questions uh, about most of the defense. You've seen who the spot duty guys are and the nickelback guys are, so I think that's good. Week three of the preseason, you're right. I just want to see you trot out the starters against Buffalo. And, and, and week one and two for me, show me that you know how to execute the offense. It doesn't have to be flashy. It doesn't need to be spectacular. It doesn't need to be performances that we're talking about. Oh, God, we're ready for the regular season now. Just show me you know the playbook under Ben McAdoo. And I think we've done that through two weeks. Now, in week three, against a good Buffalo team that, by the way, Lonzo's right, is the Vegas odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl at 6-1. to one. Show me that you now have mastery over it. And if you can do that, you're going to be just fine. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for downloading the very first episode of Views from Mint Street. We'll have two more for you next week. We'll have another one that will drop on Friday to break down the Carolina v. Buffalo game. And then starting week one, three podcasts a week. So do us a favor. Make sure you are subscribed on Google Play, on iTunes, on Spotify, on Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Have a great week, everybody. Keep pounding, baby. We'll see you back here next time on Views from Mint Street.